think I'm Buffy. You don't. I'm Jenna. I think I'm Buffy. I think we'd have to fight if you thought you were Buffy. Uh, yeah, definitely. But I am certainly not Buffy. So <laughs> We would become rivals. <laughs> oh, I would like that. Uh, <laughs> and our podcast today is all about uh, season two, episode two. Yes. Some assembly required. Yes. We named a whole section after this <laughs> Um, episode, which is weird because it's um, it's not a, it's not an amazing episode. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna say that off the top. How but dare you? I was when I was trying to think of the sections we were gonna do. I just what I did is I pulled up the Wikipedia page of all the episode names, and I just looked at them all and was inspired. And I was inspired to name our fashion section "Some Assembly Required," which is so funny because this. <laughs> Episode has nothing to do with fashion. Nothing to do with fashion, but everything to do with a body. <laughs> it does have to do with bodies. It does have to do with bodies. And sewing them together. Well, and choosing your outfit sort of gets extrapolated into choosing your wife. Sure. <laughs> so it's a perfectly named section. It's a perfectly named episode. Everything we do makes sense. <laughs> Okay, Marmar, what's the sitch? Tell me what's happening. For for listeners at home that might be new or that just need a reminder, um, this is the part where we go through the episode and we get Marley's first impressions. We we learn about the things that she discovers in the in the season as it goes along. Mm-hmm. And um we check in emotionally about how she's feeling <laughs> about the <laughs> romance between Buffy and Angel. <laughs> Which is always what I want to know Always about. what she wants to know. <laughs> there was some romance in this episode. There sure was. Well, we open on the graveyard mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Very good. And Buffy yo-yoing. <laughs> I didn't know she could yo-yo. That's something I discovered. Before you could just stare at your phone, there was yo-yos. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> what else are you going to do? Uh, yeah. can, can you yo-yo? Can oh, you do no. that? <laughs> But I was always certain it was the yo-yo's fault. <laughs> I was. I was like, every yo-yo I yo-yo is broken. <laughs> that was my that was my tale. I joined the yo-yo club in elementary school for a little bit. Was, this was at Vic. They had a yo-yo club. No, um, this was when I went to a school called Winterburn School, which Aww. is out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it's like a rural school that I went to for a few years. You didn't start the yo-yo club, did you? No, no, no. But I can do a, a baby in a cradle move. So that's around where you the put world. the two fingers you, through, and you and you make it like a triangle, and the baby rocks yes. in the cradle. So I can do that shit. <laughs> so me and Buffy. But Buffy was just doing a classic yo. Oh, yeah. Just a classic yo, yo. And then Angel shows up. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, Buffy is notionally kind of like uh, patrolling the graveyard, or she knows this um, guy's going to come back as a vampire. Yeah. They keep track of the, like, medical examiners, blah, 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 whoever has neck wounds and has died. Oh, I see. Which they mention a little bit off the top of this episode. Mm -hmm. This is also where they do start to layer in that that, like, 
they're trying to be proactive with their vampire population Mm -hmm. and, like, kill them, like, before they can make any new vampires. Sure. (laughs) So this is part of Buffy's, like, this is, like, her grunt work, like, her office paperwork. This is the day-to-day grind of being a slayer. Totally. And Angel knows she's going to be there and shows up to be like, oh, hey, what are you doing uh, in the graveyard? And then they have a little spat, like, a little lover's spat. They do. They bicker, like, Beatrice and... Benedict, like, oh, star-crossed lovers. Very good. Yeah. Uh, so witty. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it all has to do with the the jealousy because Buffy did a sexy dance with Xander last episode. Oh, yeah. It was sexy. It was. And it comes up several times in this episode. So it is infamous, it infamous is. sexy dance. Um, and so they have a little spat. Uh, and then <laughs> Buffy forgets that what she's there to do, which is to <laughs> kill this vampire. Uh, yeah. So they both have to have a little vampire scuffle. So this is a great um, <laughs> example of something the show is going to start to do and, and has played with this before where the primary problem that you think you're about to see, like the scene you think you're going to see, mm-hmm. is usurped by like – great bickering between two lovers or a fight between two best friends or like an argument between Giles and Buffy about slayerness and destiny and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the the vampire just becomes a vehicle and a way for them to have this argument that's physical and funny and it it just be it becomes the levity of the show is really helped by this yep. setup. It's awesome the way they execute this. Well, they can do they have different kinds of fights. There's like serious scary fights and yep. then there's sort of like comedy fight with which is kind of what they're doing in this episode they've got like comedy fight off the top and then later on we have scary fight totally so it's cool it's it's a great way to just like incorporate fighting at all times yeah which is what i want um and i think it is what the show's starting to do Mm -hmm. a bit more uh and that was the cold open. Uh, well, Buffy then falls in a grave, an <laughs> open grave, uh, which is very funny. You can really see her outfit in this coffin, which is lovely. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But I guess that is what an open casket would look like if you dug it up and opened it. Yeah, if you dug it up in a perfect triangle. Square. God, that would be so – it would take so long. It would take hours. Hours. Yeah, it would take so long. Uh, yeah, but – uh, so we find out that someone's robbed th- this grave. Yes. And that's kind of... Not just be- robbed the grave, but took the body too. Taking a body and there's a lady's shoe. Yes, that's so right. So it the tells evidence. you it's a, a lady. That's right. It's unequivocally. Mm-hmm. A woman. Uh, so that's the cold open. And then we go to the library where Giles is like... <laughs> practicing, asking someone out on a date. <laughs> so cute. He's like, well, I don't And then he's like, I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Uh, and the, and um, Buffy and Xander catch him. Yeah. So cute. She's like, well, what's the deal? Just ask her and it's fine. Have a thing. We all have a thing. Yes. Have a thing together. I know you really get to see Giles lose a lot of status in this episode Mm. because he's very vulnerable. Yeah. Um, So Buffy really takes the reins and is like a parent. Yeah. Like later on in the episode, you have Giles who's like, I don't – sorry, I have to go to the game. I can't uh, go to Eric's or Chris's or wherever you're sending me. And Buffy's like, fine, go to the game. Why don't we meet you there? Like they like change the like saving of someone's life to suit Giles' date. It's cute though because this happened in – my favorite episode from season one, Never Kill a Boy on the First Date. That's right. Where 
Buffy wants to go on the date and Giles is being the dad. And so now it's reversed. Love it. A callback. Totally. Buffy is being dad. <laughs> uh, it's so cute. And, uh, and then we kind of meet the main characters of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris and what's his name? Evan? I want to say Evan too. I think it might be Evan or Eric. I wrote down Evan and Eric throughout my notes, so... Honestly, I wonder... I think it's Eric, but... I think it's Eric, too. This actor is in Free Willy in the very first scene when the street kids are, like, um, stealing a cake from the back of a baker's car, <laughs> and then they go eat it, and then they go graffiti the whale pit. <laughs> Um, this is a very famous scene in Free Willy, oh if you're a God. fan. Yeah, if you're a fan of Free Willy. <laughs> Aren't we it. all? Uh, Hello, I'm a, sucker. I'm a sucker for a character from, like, a broken family, okay? <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I want to ride a whale over a seawall. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay? I mean, he doesn't do that. Save the whales. Save the whales. Yeah. <laughs> Save them. They sing their songs. How do you know this actor is one of the – he's not the kid. He's just a kid. He's, he's like, literally in the opening scene. There's a famous scene where where they steal that cake. They all take some cake, and then they get – they get run out from where they are, from where they're hiding by the police. Because mm-hmm. they're all like orphan kids up to no good kind of thing. Sure. It's very Dickensian. Eating cake. And- yeah. <laughs> and then he very famously steps through the cake. And like there's a big footprint in the cake, like a waste of cake. And this – wait, Eric does it? Yes. The little guy with the terrible – Oh, um, facial hair. It's like a goatee. Well, it's just tra- tragic. It just hasn't fully grown. Like he's a, a young man. He's a child. Yeah, yeah he's Oof. a young man. Those hairs, there's like ten of them. Yeah, it's not good. But that's the actor, so I know How him. How do you know it, though? Well, we watched Free Willy so much. So then you knew that this child was also this child? Like, yeah. Like, you knew they were okay. <laughs> this, this guy played this kind of character. Like, in a bunch of different like things. Like a creepy guy? Yeah, like a like a lower, sort of sleazy, lower class, up to no good guy. Okay. Not quite as creepy as this. We should look up his name. Yes. Uh, we'll do that for but the prophecy. But he played Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. I'm yes. going to watch Free Willy after this. <laughs> Everyone should do a Free Willy rewatch. But what about the second one? Well, I don't comment on the second one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not canon to no. me. Uh, okay, well, the Free Willy child is Eric and Chris, and they are at the science fair sign-up. Yep. Where Willow is. Yep. Because, of course, Willow would be into the science fair. And she says that um, Chris, the he's like the ginger kid. The ginger genius. Uh, ginger genius. He always wins, and she always gets second place. Yes. And they have a nice rapport. They're obviously friendly. Yeah. They like know each other and it's not competitive. It's actually just like friendly. She's like, how do you always win? And Totally. Yeah. So it's pretty cute. Um, so I nothing suspicious so far. Nope. They're just friendly doing the science fair. Except um, Eric Creepo is taking pictures of women. Yep. Which I would fucking grab that camera out of his hand if he took a picture of me like that. Well, especially, like, I think our senses are quite, like, primed for that kind of thing now. Mm. In an age without cell phones and without Maybe pictures. different. Well, I'm sure it was still fucked. I'm sure it was still creepy. But I, I just, I don't think it was 
I maybe some people were into photography and taking weird pictures of stuff. And there's or, the line about the he's a yearbook guy. Oh, so they throw that in there to like justify to, his weird camera to help us believe it. Oh, yeah, I, I think so. see. So he's taking it for the yearbook. I think it's still a perfectly fine uh, takeaway that he is a fucking creep. Yeah, I just think it wouldn't. I think our protest muscle might not be as mm. like at the ready as it would be now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking back to, in high school, a very good friend of mine, when the OC came out, she looks a lot like Misha Barton, and these guys would follow her around our high school singing the OC theme and videotape her. And it took a very, like, it took her a a few times for her to, like, finally figure out that this was super fucked up. One of those things where you're like, oh, yeah, this is fun. She kind of knew them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then was like, hold on a second. This is so stupid. This is, this is terrible. So then, then she was like, fuck off. Mm -hmm. But I think it takes you a while without cell phones. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, I'm not trying to excuse his behavior. Just trying to understand, understand and, and, and reason like why. Why Buffy didn't just take his camera and throw it across the room. Totally. Yeah. No. Well, honestly, they all were like, what the hell? And then yeah, totally. just were like, ugh, like, and stop paying attention to him, yeah. which makes sense. In, their, makes sense. in their own character way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Buffy was like, ugh, uh, you're inconsequential Cordelia, to me. Cordelia was like, oh my god, there's under fluorescent lights. Like, she had no problem getting her <laughs> yeah. picture taken. It was just, like, under terrible lighting. lighting. <laughs> uh, she does look so cute in this scene. I know. Uh, and then... And then they make a weird comment. I didn't get it. I wrote, I wrote, they're dead. Because Eric, or, uh, wait, what's his name? Eric and... Chris? Chris. Chris makes a weird comment like, but they're alive or something like that. And so I I thought it meant they were undead. I don't know. I was like, what the hell? Uh, well, that, that, that was supposed to be a hint, but it really threw you off. It did. I was like, they're dead. I just wrote that. You're dead? I was trying to figure out the, the episode for a little bit. <laughs> you don't understand. You've seen it. You know what You're it right. is. And like, but every episode for me, I'm like, what is it? What's going on in the episode? Who's dead? <laughs> I know, I know. It's so true. Also, I'm <laughs> this is so funny. They're dead. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It's the first like breadcrumb. Mm-hmm. And also these are characters we've never seen before in the entire series. And never will see again. I, never will I see again. suspect. No, all of their their problems are all solved and they can go off to live normal mm-hmm. lives in Sunnydale. And then, and then the Scoobies are trying to um, figure out who was taken from this grave. Mm-hmm. So we're in the library, and they're doing like computer searching. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were trying to find out who recently died, and they knew it was this girl who recently died. I think they were checking the newspaper. They heard, and they found an article in the newspaper that this girl recently died in a car crash so they think it's her meredith uh is her name meredith todd <laughs> mm-hmm. it sounds like a cocktail mm-hmm. or something and uh and and we and cordelia shows up it's so interesting cordelia like knows that they're all doing their thing like she is in the yep. gang but she doesn't care like she's <laughs> like oh you guys are doing your stupid thing again like what about my problems <laughs> like she really doesn't think it's important what they do no 
It's just so funny. Like, now the dynamic has totally changed from season one yes. with her. Um, so she kind of, like, comes to them but doesn't care what they're doing. Well, and she – they have gone through something really, really difficult. They have had a bonding experience. Mm-hmm. There is, like, an intimacy and a familiarity with each other because they, you know, escaped death. Almost died. Together <laughs> by that squishy vino Does mouth. that, yeah. Um, <laughs> End of season one. Yes. And and Buffy has saved Cordelia's life a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. But still doesn't care. She's like, why aren't we talking about me? Yeah. Uh, and you find out, I wrote, Cordelia dated a guy who died. <laughs> yeah. She says under her breath, Daryl. Daryl. Uh, I didn't even catch his name for like half the episode, but now I know it's Daryl. Uh I don't really know how this all went down. I was, like, a little confused. They were like, oh, somebody died. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Someone, this guy, other guy died. They're just talking about children who died, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, and then it's Cordelia's cheer practice. Yes. Which is amazing because it's still the same outfits as the uh, witch, which was, I think, uh, episode three. Yeah. Of, or episode, yeah, episode three. Yep. Of season one. So it's an amazing, it's amazing she's still on the cheer team. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, and she's getting freaked out going to her car by herself at night. Yes. We all know this feeling. Uh, absolutely. I was like, oh, yeah. I'd be like carrying my keys and my knuckles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's tense. Walking to your car alone at night can be a trip. Yeah. Very scary. Hello? And she drops her keys, but I was like, how did they fly so far under the car? She, like, threw them under the car. <laughs> very funny. Um, and then I can't believe she hid in the dumpster, actually. It's very good. Uh, She's learning. Yep. Um, and, but Angel shows up and mm-hmm. is like, what are you doing? Cordelia, this is the last place I expected you to hang out. Uh, this is nice. They're creating sort of, like, a thing with Angel and Cordelia. Mm-hmm. Um... And I don't know what happens in the show, but it's like they're dropping in mm-hmm. that there may be a love triangle or some kind of triangle. Well, they're spending time together. Mm-hmm. So, yes, like to for the show to have access to Angel, we used to need Buffy. Mm-hmm. They're giving us more ways to access Angel's character without Buffy. Yeah. And so you get to see different sides of Angel and create this great tension of Buffy getting to know or Angel getting to know someone else who isn't Buffy. Yeah. And, like, I think probably it will continue where he has relationships sort of with everyone. Like, we had a little bit of that last season with, like, Giles. Like, he, they have this, like, mutual respect for each other. <laughs> totally. so cute. Um, but I, we haven't really seen him, like, hang out with Cordelia. Totally. Cordelia just called him a salty goodness. That's right. <laughs> she just observed him. Yeah. <laughs> Many, many gazes up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're both outsiders. Like yeah. Cordelia and Angel are still both outsiders to the inner, inner circle. To the gang, yeah. So they have that in common. Yeah, for sure. I would say. Yeah, very cool. And Cordelia finds a severed hand in the dumpster. Yes. She's <laughs> like, oh, my skirt's caught on something. Oh, it's this. It's a hand. It's, it's this right hand. <laughs> Which, uh, that would be terrifying to find a severed hand. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, hand in dumpster is what I wrote. Um, oh, and then we see Chris's house. Mom? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, and the mom smoking, watching VHSs of football game. Football oh, yeah. game. Over and over again. So weird. Just I was like, is this a, that TV. Is it a high school football game? Yeah, so Daryl was a high school football, football star, star. Which I know is sort of a different thing in the States. Oh, for sure. Um, I went to a football crazy high school, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I did. Scona, we are the, mm-hmm. like... Football peeps. We are the football peeps. Us and, you know, Harry Ainley. <laughs> but but it was pretty it was pretty intense the football culture in my high school. I bet I bet the United I bet anywhere in the US cranks it up like 40 notches. Well, especially but, in like I don't know these like California mm-hmm. or just places where there are like all these colleges and college football is such a thing and mm-hmm. but it's funny I was like they videotaped it like I guess you would maybe she videotaped it. We they videotape games all the time to look back at them and look in at the high strategy. school. Oh for sure. God. Oh yeah. Wild. The resources they have. <laughs> <laughs> and so the mom is just smoking and like reliving this football game over and over and over. Yeah, it and, is and disturbing. She, and she's wearing her her terrible pajama. Oh yeah, like, her like so house dress. <laughs> yes, if you can call it that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's scary. She needs she needs help. <laughs> uh, and then and then we go back to the school mm-hmm. and the Scoobies are looking through lockers of they have figured out, okay, that um probably oh wait, they figure out <laughs> they have a meeting. <laughs> they are like Who's cutting up? They have the hand. They're like, who's cutting up these people? Someone who must have knowledge of science <laughs> and brought them here to the school. It has to be the nerds in the science club. <laughs> oh, my God, Marley. That is exactly how the scene goes down. <laughs> I was trying to remember because it's Honestly, a bit yes. convoluted. It's a bit like, well, it's a bit really shoehorned yeah. in there. <laughs> They're like, huh. but you thought it out for me and that was exactly how I felt watching that Great. scene. Because <laughs> I forgot it happened until this very moment. Uh, and then they go through the lockers of the top science people uh, and then they figure out uh, that it's Chris because he has all these medical textbooks in his locker and also a diagram of a lady with different parts on her he does he have a, has a collage in his locker he has a collage in his locker of yeah clippings from magazines always so creepy very 90s oh yes yes um yes and then gray's anatomy and like tissue and muscles 101 and, <laughs> and things oh freaky so there this is when i wrote they're making a lady <laughs> They're doing it. <laughs> they are. They are. Uh, <laughs> but it's for a noble cause. <laughs> uh, I didn't know why they were doing it yet, but I knew they were making a lady. Uh, and then and then Giles, uh, I mean, he's helping them with all this, but he's really distracted because he wants to ask Miss Calendar. Yes. Act, which is what he tries to do. Yes. Next. He is like... <laughs> Working up the courage and <laughs> it's so cute. Uh, but then she asks him. I know. I know. Yeah, he, he, we spend the whole part, first part of the episode watching him practice and then he just gets asked out on a date. <laughs> and he doesn't even know and it's so cute. And Miss Calendar is so cool. She's like, yeah. so we're going. So Mexican? Okay. Yeah, uh, you like to hang out with me. I like to hang out with you. Yeah. This doesn't have to be too go. complicated. 
Uh, it's so cute, and I can't wait for them to... They obviously were, like, meant to be together, like, in season one, like, from the first time she shows up. They are meant to be. They're meant to be. It's just a matter of time. So cute, and she's so cool. Yeah. Uh, what a catch, Giles. <laughs> uh, and then... We go to the the secret lab of Chris and Evan, Eric, I wrote Evan, uh, <laughs> and I wrote, oh my god, Frankenstein! <laughs> yes, it is. It's Frankenstein. And they're making the bride of Frankenstein. Yes. They, there's a Frankenstein. It's his brother, Daryl, who dated Cordelia, who died. How did he die? Who? Daryl? Daryl. Well, I think he died in a... I'm not sure. Died in a car accident? Because oh, other lady dies in a car accident, too. I don't know either. Mm. I couldn't figure it they out. They must have said. Just they must know. have said, but only one time in a quiet voice. Because yeah. sometimes <laughs> happens on the show. I'm in like, a quiet what? voice. <laughs> but we, we, just th- we don't even think it's Bride of Frankenstein yet. We just think it's a girl mm. for them. That's my oh. impression. Because we don't know Daryl exists yet. Oh, okay. So... Because we haven't had a scene. We get uh, a scene. Later. Yeah. Cake. I wrote Frankenstein because I thought they were making like a Frankenstein lady. Totally. At this point. Yes. I mean, they are. They're making Bride of Frankenstein for them, which is very weird science. Yes. Uh, where they make a lady. Yes. For them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that movie is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the gang is in the library. They're making another plan. They're, like, always, like, planning and scheming in this episode. Yeah, that's how they explain to us what's happening. Yep. <laughs> uh, and this is when they're like, oh, Giles, we'll meet you later. Yes. And here's what we're going to do. I don't know what Willow and Xander were doing. They were going to um, the other one's house. Oh, uh, to Eric. To Eric uh, or Evan. <laughs> Eric Evan's house. <laughs> To check it out. And then Buffy was going to Chris's Chris's house. house. So she goes and meets his creepy-ass mother. Yes. Uh, It's sad, though. She's like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. And then she finds the lab. I thought the lab was in an abandoned building. Well, she finds his bedroom. Oh, his bedroom. Yeah. Which is not the lab. No, that's where Daryl lives in his bedroom. Oh, okay. And then goes to the lab sometimes. I don't think we don't see Daryl at the lab oh, until the I very see. end. Until the end, I was just thought it was confusing. I was like, "Is this a garage?" Um, because definitely the, the shot of Buffy looking at the pictures yeah. and then escaping out the window, it no longer looks like a bedroom. It's a garage because there's also like um, we notice cross country skis in there, mm-hmm. which is stupid because well, they live maybe, in California. So is it is it a garage that he does she go downstairs? No, no, she's like in the living room, and and then she sees a door that's like keep out. That's right, but then we see her go down the stairs, oh, we do. which is where we see the cross country skis so leaning like up against. Basement. It's a door to the basement. Oh, I see. Okay, totally. <laughs> uh, great. And you remarked they must vacation because of those cross country skis. Oh yeah, to Aspen or whatever. yeah, to Vail. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore, mummies. <laughs> she has trauma because her totally. child died one year ago. So yeah, that's, but it's intense. It's, it's intense trauma. It's a lot. Uh, we get we get dirty old night nighty. We mm-hmm. get chronic smoker. Yeah, and we get watches these VHSs over and over and over again, reliving 
Um, this poor surviving child. I mean, no wonder he just, like, brought back his brother. Like, uh, it's fucked up home life. Well, yeah, and if you didn't live on a hellmouth, you w- he wouldn't have been successful. Yeah. Like, everyone fiddles with, like, Ouija boards and, like, I don't know, doing little seances. Making Frankenstein monsters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our dalliances. Oh, baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you do. <laughs> we all been there. No, I, I don't think that. No, that makes sense. I actually didn't think about that. Like, the reason he could do it is because of they are the helmet. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, so then they attack Cordelia. <laughs> Uh, outside the cheer, le- the cheer. Oh wait, it's not the cheer game. I was gonna say it is the football game. Cordelia makes it seem like it's all about her. Oh yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so then Buffy like kicks Eric right in the face. It's, it's amazing. amazing. It's a great kick to the yeah. head. Um, it's funny. I don't know why they're doing this little like bait and switch like why Eric keeps, like, leaving and they don't see him or don't know he's involved. Like, why are they doing that? I don't really get it. I don't get it either. Because after we see that amazing flying kick to the head, he's just all of a sudden in the warehouse or in the old science lab. Yeah, he runs away and then Eric is there. But I don't – they've kind of did this for, like, the whole episode. They were, like, not making sure you didn't – the gang didn't think Eric was involved for some reason, but, like, literally – no reason at all. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't get that either. <laughs> that character, it feels it's weird. It, I don't get him. I think he's there as a. I'm gonna nerd out for a second. Mm. I think he's there for a dramaturgical reason. I think he's okay. there so that you pin the evil behavior, the mis- the sexist, misogynistic takeaway that you could feel about a person making a killing a woman to make a dead woman for. For some, for a zombie brother. Mm -hmm. Like, I think we're supposed to kind of meant to empathize with Chris at the end. Mm -hmm. So we need to have someone who's more evil than Chris. Yeah. And I think that's why that Eric guy is there. Because it was like, he was doing it because he was a creepy fucker. Yeah. But Chris was doing it for this noble reason of not wanting his reanimated brother to be lonely. Like, you're supposed to feel sorry for him, kind of. I, like, I do... Because, like, he wanted his brother back. So I get that. I really don't get why the fuck Eric is doing this. Like, why does he care so much about making this lady for him? Like, it doesn't make any sense. He has – I get Chris's thing. I don't understand why Eric is, like, along for this ride at all. <laughs> I don't know. I think your explanation makes sense to me as to why they did it. But it just doesn't – Yeah. doesn't work for me. Uh, and then I wrote Frankenman smash because <laughs> Daryl is really mad that they haven't made gotten Cordelia because she was saved and now she's in the cheerleading yeah. performance. Uh, and Daryl is pissed and starts smashing everything. Is like make my bride. Yes, he's uh, lonely. He is, and yeah, it is sad and horrible. They brought him back to life. That's they're, unnatural. They're also. T- it would be we would be. We would be bad people if we didn't talk about how they are commenting on Frankenstein. Oh, it is Frankenstein. And, like, that classic, like, smash of, like, getting oh, – yeah. taking the news poorly. And smashing everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It had to happen. Classic Frankenstein. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, it's funny. I did write it down right here. Why is Eric doing this? <laughs> still, still don't know. Because he's creepy? Yeah, because he's a creepy fuck. <laughs> Uh, Miss Giles and Calendar on a date mm-hmm. at the football game. And they have a little cute banter about, like, American culture versus British culture. They do that thing by flirting, by by fighting. Yeah. It's More, so cute, though. Yeah, it's so cute. Yeah. And, uh, and I love it. And that's what Giles is there for, to make, like, little derogatory comments about American culture. Yes. It's just his function. Yes. American football. Yes. Dressing up, getting all this this on just to play rugby. And she's like, you didn't just go there. <laughs> Daryl has, like, gone there to, like, get Cordelia. And he's, like, under the bleachers. And he's watching the football game. He's, like, so sad he can't play football. And there's, like, cheesy music playing. He's like, oh, it's so funny. It's, like... This is what he wants to be alive again to do? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. He's so sad and wants to play. (laughs) So this is where we get the introduction of season two and season three's, uh, this is Joss Whedon tickling the ivories. Of like a cheesy music? This is it. So this like (laughs) ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And they're like, ding, ding, ding. Everything sounds like it's about to be a Sarah McLachlan song. Yeah. That is what this is. This it's is, very 90s. Well, you just wait. The theme, they do <laughs> expand on the theme, and I think they make the theme better, the musical theme, but it's so iconic. And I know it's supposed to be leading you into this emotion. It's just funny because this is so stupid. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I don't care at all about Daryl's, like, love of football. <laughs> no, I think he should die. <laughs> it cares. I, like, it's funny because, like, the emotional stakes in this episode is, like, this poor kid's brother died and his family has gone through trauma. So, like, that's the emotion. That's, like, where the stakes are for me. But they choose to do something else fucking weird. (laughs) Uh, And then I wrote, how old is this actor named Daryl? Old enough to wear zombie makeup. He looks like, he looks like balding. Like, he looked like old (laughs) to me. Not that... You can be young and balding, but he just looked older. He didn't he just didn't look he looks so different than how you imagine like the star footballer a football to be. Player. He wasn't like I guess he's supposed to be like a horrific Frankenstein, but I think so. I think they went more to the Frankenstein yeah. place. But but he yeah. He could have put on a helmet and played. No one would see his like ugly face. I then. really thought when I first watched this, I was like, something's gonna go down on the field with helmets on, oh, no one yes. can see, but they didn't do cool. that. No, that would have been yeah. That would have been cool. So you remember? Yeah, I remember this? watching this episode. Oh, funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've re- rewatched all of the all of the episodes where Buffy and Angel even like look at each other. Those are the <laughs> ones that get moved That's to the your top Angel of the Buffy list. Buffy watch through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chronologically, from look to look, conversation to conversation, <laughs> I really track their relationship. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with me. <laughs> and then. Buffy breaks into the cuckoo lab because they take Cordelia um, to the to the lab, mm-hmm. to the abandoned warehouse. So this is not in the basement. This is somewhere else. Yeah, the old science lab is what they say. Okay. This is in the high school? I think so. Oh, so it's like another abandoned – this school has so many abandoned, uh-huh. like, basements and shit. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. So they're in school. It makes sense because above the Hellmouth, so that's why yeah. he could be reanimated. Yep. 
And that's why the bodies were in the dumpster because they're working at the school. Ah, mm, oh, okay. This makes sense to me. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to get where they are and what's going on. There are on. so many locations. Yes. And locations right outside of a location or a parking lot. There's so many locations And they're in doing this more this season. They're yeah. like just going to a lot of places I've never seen before. Yeah, they got more money. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I'm just seeing like, a, you know, there's a football field now. I'm like, okay, now there's, I'm just building the map of Sunnydale in my head as we go, right? Cool. Yeah. So I <laughs> sometimes don't know where we are. You build it. You and build now it, Now I know there's an old science lab in the skill and they go there and they strap Cordelia down and they're going to cut her fucking head off. Yeah. With a dirty little like letter opener. Yeah. It's so small, the knife that Evan is going to use. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They should have made him more like a like like a psycho. Yeah. They should have made him like fascinated with like dismembering people or something. Yeah. I don't know. The show hasn't figured out how to deal with bad humans. Mm. So we sometimes get these humans that just aren't bad enough. Yeah, he needs so to that, be worse. Yeah. Almost. But then you have this, what does the vampire slayer do with a psycho killer? Like yeah. a human psycho killer. That's and the cool. show isn't ready to Not answer ready. that question. Not yeah. ready. Yeah, it's a little too light still. We're on the light Frankenstein train right now. Yeah. Uh, so then they have a very big fight. Yes, they do. Uh, it's nice. It's scary. Uh, Frankenstein's scary. He's like hulky. He's not yes, human. That's a word. That's a good word. He's yeah. totally hulky. And he is throwing Buffy around. Like he's kind of kicking the shit out of her a little bit. And he almost wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to smash her on the head with a school desk. Oh, a school desk. Of course it's in the school. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought it was in like a warehouse. It's also nondescript and dark. Mm-hmm. This episode is really dark. Yeah. Start because it's because angels are around all the time, so it always has to be at night. Ding ding uh-huh. ding ding ding. Here we go. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and but then Chris comes and like saves the day. He's like, "Stop, stop, brother! It isn't right." Yeah. Yes. Um. And in the meantime, like a big fire has started. This was in the school. Okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and. Yeah, yeah. They didn't burn down the school, okay? They just burned down the science lab. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and again, consumed by fire, it's sort of a really good way to deal with certain baddies is totally. to burn them. Yep. Burning and, is a way, like, in all of, in all of, in the canon of horror and sort of early sci-fi, burning Burning is what you do to witches. Mm-hmm. Burning is a very religious uh, – it's a way to kill a heretic. Yeah. Like it's very rooted in the religious superstitions of like the myths and tales that make the genre. Mm-hmm. So it's I, – I would say it's technically – I think it's technically one of the most accurate like – I don't know. Things the show can do mm-hmm. is burning a lot of things. Yep. Makes sense to me. No, it was very satisfying. And it's so dramatic. It's very dramatic. And he ran into the fire and yes. was like, my bride or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what he said. But he, he went in like a, a – Daryl went and like killed himself by like running in the fire. Yeah. She's mine. Daryl! Daryl! No. We'll be together always. Which is good. He is a monster and should not be alive. Like, he needs to be dead. It's horrific to bring someone back from the dead. 
uh, they read Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, they would know this. Well, I was. it's interesting. I was thinking about this because Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein as a companion. Or she wrote – so I just was reading about her and, and, and learning about her more. And Frankenstein was made – Quite a sympathetic and empathetic creature at first, mm. and he isn't evil at Ooh, first. No, he's gentle. He's and gentle and good. He's like they're teaching him. He's like their little cute pet. Totally. <laughs> and it's 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 when society learns about him and and judges his ugliness mm. that destroys him and makes him into a monster. Yeah. So it's society is the final ingredient. In creating a monster. Yeah. Which is maybe where they didn't get, they could have, they should have. They didn't quite get there in this episode. Because it's funny, it's an, it's a Frankenstein homage, but it, I don't know, they sort of just took like the idea, like the surface level of what you think Frankenstein, because, I mean, it's Frankenstein's monster, but. uh, Yeah. (laughs) uh, But they didn't pepper in any of the other, like, actual meaty stuff. You're right. Thematically, Mm. it doesn't really feel like it is about the story at all. It's just about the building of a creature or yeah. something. Which, you know, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever you want, Buffy. Uh, and I guess this show still needs some of these sort of monsters. Well, it, it, it the show is all about these monsters of the week and yes. how they overcome and, and what that does to the characters, like character building. Totally, et cetera. yeah. Um, but I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> he burned up. Uh, and then... After this is when Miss Callender talks about going on a second date <gasps> with Giles. Oh, so cute. I know. They're dating. And they have little like sooty fire fire faces. It's <laughs> cute. <laughs> because the gang came and like helped Buffy and saved everyone. Because the fire was do. in the school and everyone was at the football at game. At the football game so they could run over. Yeah, hey, they're close. It all makes sense now to me. <laughs> and then Cordelia comes and thanks. Xander. For saving her life. For it was really brave <laughs> and heroic. Xander's like, whatever, shut up. <laughs> yeah, we were talking. You just interrupted us. And <laughs> <Cordelia> is like, bye. <laughs> and Xander and Will are like, or Xander's like, why don't we ever get dates? <laughs> and Willow's like, yeah. <laughs> so little funny Xander Willow time. It's so cute. He calls her Will. I know. It's so cute. Yeah. Why aren't they together? I want them to be together. I know. I do. You're so pro-nerd. And then the ending of the episode is like an Angel Buffy time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're... They're like, we really learned a lot this day. <laughs> they come clean about the beginning fight. Mm. We get a, a circle back to the first fight yep. in the graveyard. And, and they're they, in the graveyard. Yep. yep. And Angel is is basically say, fessing up and saying, yeah, I, I, was, I was jealous was. that he gets to spend time with you that I'll never get to spend with you. So I and was And I don't and get sorry. to see you in the sun. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. And Buffy doesn't apologize because she hasn't done anything wrong by mm. having – I mean, doing the sexy dance – was manipulative and strange and it sounds like she's very sorry for doing that but she doesn't have to apologize exactly to angel who cares he exactly doesn't own her exactly so so it's kind of great because you get you do get him taking accountability for his feelings and for being shitty and you don't get her trying to make him feel that any less mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i love it i love that scene yeah uh and they like walk She's going to walk him home and 
that are like, hold hands. It's cute. Mm-hmm. But are they dating? It's kind of like it's almost the like time. It's like almost like friendship, though, a little bit. Well, not through my eyes. <laughs> I know it's flirty, but they're not dating. No. But they're, it's the beginning of a relationship when out, you're not dating yet. And they're holding hands. Yeah, you don't – no one's going to put a definition on it yet, you know? Especially since they are sworn enemies and just he has a soul. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, huh, it's really weird you went through that. And he was like, it's weird to go through to yeah. have a vampire. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, here I am. I'm 241. <laughs> Some quiet. Welcome to Some Assembly Required. This part of the pod is where we talk about fashion in the episode, and it's named after this episode. It's so weird. Uh, You're going to hear Marley say things like plastic, frosted, pink. Um, is there anything else? Fuzzy. Fuzzy. Oh, how could I forget fuzzy? So the thing is, this is so weird. Normally I write... I don't know, one to two pages about the fashion. I wrote like a quarter of a page <gasps> about the fashion in this episode. Do tell what I, made it on the page. I don't know why this episode was not very fashionable. It's it, pretty toned down. It was like I was, you know, lots of things catch my eye and I write them down. But if something doesn't quite, if it's just nothing, I don't write it down. So there's like four things. It makes sense to me. Yep. Yeah. So – the first off, uh, we'll start in the graveyard at the off the top. Mm-hmm. Buffy is wearing a very short pink dress. Very short. I just, I, I, I'm envious of the ability to wear these teeny dresses. Like, I would show leg, but I have like an butt, and the dress would just ride up my butt. Like it would just go up. I don't understand how it stays down. Well, um. I don't know if you noticed the cut from her falling into the graveyard to her being in the graveyard. Yeah. She is lying in the most contrived position a person can – like, they they have to place that shit. And those short skirts – Is she wearing, like, little shorts under it? Oh, I'm sure she must be. She must be because she's like a – like, Sarah Michelle Gellar is so young. Like, they must – because it's, like, so short. <laughs> Can't believe it. It looks amazing. Like, she looks great. And it's so fun to have someone do a fight in, like, this teeny pink dress. Oh, yeah. In, and to be, like, and to be yeah. like yelling and screaming and punching. And, oh, yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. So I loved that dress. It was just so short. It's, like, one of her shortest dresses. You were, like, yet. unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. Uh, and it looks so good because she had these platform clogs yeah. on. They were so cute. I basically had similar clog platforms at my wedding because I fucking oh, yeah. love clogs. You did. They're so cute. I, I got the highest clog platforms I could find. Oh my god, you would get married in a clog. Yeah, they were so cute. I love them. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is tangential, but if you are ever like, if you were a nursery rhyme, you would be a little vegan who lives in a clog. <laughs> I'm just going to say it I on the record. Them. I want more. Though The clogs I bought for my wedding are like so ridiculous. I don't know where to ever wear them again. Once we're out of this COVID And um, we can go out again. Worm. Yeah. yeah space and worm. We can go dancing. You are going to wear those clogs whenever. Yeah. I want to because I just 
Yeah. There we're all going to be reason. overdressing for the weirdest shit uh, when this I is... I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, the next outfit I wrote down is Cordelia's halter dress. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's the one she was being taken a picture of in mm-hmm. that Evan, whatever his name is, <laughs> took a picture of her in. And she's like, oh, it's fluorescent lighting in here. Um, it's like yellow and like patterned and bright. And it's just, she looks great. And isn't it a bit ribbed? Yeah, it's like textured. Yeah, it's, it's almost ribbed. like a stretchy yeah. ribbed dress. Yeah. Um, or like a waffle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, and oh, Buffy's hair looks so good in the beginning of this episode. Yep. It's like super flipped under. Yep. So very 60s Scooby Doo flippy hair and frosted eyeshadow. It's like bluey, purpley, silvery. Yeah. She looks a perfect. Yeah, she looks perfect. Her hair and makeup is perfect. I don't know why she does those updos all the time. She hides her beautiful hair. They just can't have her fighting. I know. I know. It's literally like in dance class, you wear your hair back. When you slay, you wear your hair back. And they, tr- I know why they do it because they don't want to give her a ponytail. Like yep. a ponytail, they rarely give her a ponytail. It's kind because of, ponytails are sort of boring and they're sort of like. Um, sporty and she and Buffy is not sporty she is sporty but she's more femme girly yes than sporty prep you know they're also looking for her iconic look yeah and that updo can't be a good all American ponytail ponytail it has to be kind of yeah I think you're right it it has to be special special yeah so they're giving her special hair it's like a, a roll like a little and there's movement too yeah, because she's got her pieces, yep. her bangy pieces. Totally. Yeah. Uh, but the flippy hair and the frosted eyeshadow is maybe the best she's her hair has ever looked. I oh. love it. And then the last thing on my list, I really didn't write very much. That's okay. Episode, That's okay. But Willow has a horrible shirt on. It's like um, <laughs> I know the one you're talking. It's like about. checker or it's like squares of color. And she's wearing those super baggy jeans. Yeah, she with looks clunky, like oversized sneakers. <laughs> oh yeah, with her sneakers. But like the shirt is like the worst colors. It's like gold and like weird green and, and red. red. Like it looks like a weird hippie. She's got always this hippie flare. Style, kind of grungy, 90s grunge, but, like, ugh, it was just a horrible shirt. She looks um, like she's wearing, like, a primary color test. Like an eye, um, an eye colorblind test. (laughs) It's really, really bad. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, And it's very boxy, and it doesn't, um, I just don't think it fits her well. No. Yeah, it's very it's very strange that outfit. I, you get to see it for a long time too, because you know. get to see it as she uh, descends the stairs. It's just funny because in some episodes, there's like like in the last episode, there were like four hundred outfits in the episode. In this episode, they're sort of, I guess time is there with they're just, it's only over like one or two days, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, it's a bad choice. Bad. <laughs> what uh, do you think of Buffy? Buffy is wearing some really simple tanks. Oh, I did think about the spaghetti strap and was like, I want the spaghetti strap. She's wearing like a green spaghetti strap in one scene. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's cute. It's fresh. It's very 90s. Like it's iconic. Yeah. The spaghetti strap was only like cool, cute girls wore spaghetti strap. Mm -hmm. 
I want spaghetti strap. They do have them at H&M these days, but some of them are just like super cropped and terrible and yeah, I don't know. The tank top is a hard thing to find. I The well, camisole um, is different too than the tank. Like yeah. we're talking about a tank you can wear just Out. every day. Yeah. It's hard in our climate because it's barely ever warm, especially for me. I always have cardigans and sweaters. I'm cold all the time. So there's rarely a time where I can just wear a tank top and nothing else over top of it. Definitely. So I don't even buy tank tops. I just have shirts. That's right. Because I just have shirts. It's well, <laughs> just t-shirts. Um, because I don't know, I can't wear sleeveless stuff. So cold, so cold here. <sighs> I wish we Can could we live in a- California and just wear t- a little spaghetti strap all the time. Let's have a moment of silence for spaghetti straps. Mm, I want. I want. Okay, this next section <laughs> is called. What is it called? Bewitched, bothered, and, and bewildered. bewildered. And this is sort of where we go into the things that don't date very well or that don't work in today and maybe never did. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Probably never did. Um, That the show maybe doesn't acknowledge and and we would like to try. Mm -hmm. There are things I will, I will, there are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. I wrote nothing for this. I wrote nothing too. I, I just think that crazy, crazy, creepy Eric Evan Free Willy actor is this weird sort of like we can just offload the the nastier connotation of building a woman mm-hmm. um, out of other women. <laughs> you know, pretty, pretty yeah, shitty. Why? I still don't actually understand why they have to build it out of different parts of women. Is it because her head was, like, crushed in a car accident? Is that why? I have no clue. Why do they have to cut off parts and use other parts? I think I think they were only using the good parts, the parts that weren't ruined by the accident. Oh, you mean so, like, she's got good titties, use that, or... I mean, I hope not, but I'm sure <laughs> that's what they did. But no, I mean, like, like oh, Meredith Todd's shoulder was completely shattered in the car accident mm. so we can't use her shoulder we'll have to use this other girl's shoulder okay. because it was it was it's good better. yeah <laughs> okay okay <laughs> i think that's more what but that's what i mean yeah. i think the connotation is 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 really gross yeah. yeah and yeah and they all think that they all agree that that it's weird and gross i just feel like if they could have had some smarter writing mm-hmm. in this because, I, you know, there's potential here. Frankenstein is an amazing old, old story and, you know, they could have brought some more elements of that. And then cut fucking Evan mm-hmm. and, I don't know, doing this horrible thing for your brother. Like, there's total motivation and, mm-hmm. like, legitimacy and justification to do something like that for someone you love, to do something horrible for someone you love feel like he could have done it he could have just done it all mm-hmm. and had like a more emotional stakes but they didn't do it <laughs> no they didn't they needed a little bit of they needed script this, work this duo yeah yeah i agree i think that's a great critique mm-hmm. of the episode and yeah doing away with these characters that don't add anything and just confuse the story is i think like an interesting observation of a show that's really growing mm. and like really trying to because there's a lot of there's a lot of holes 
like that in the first season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Where it's definitely. like, who, who is necessary for this genre? Like, yeah. who, who is really necessary? And sometimes they get it right, and sometimes it's like, no, that just diluted the story, or we didn't actually need that to feel sorry for Chris or yeah. whatever. And sometimes you can have fun one-off characters. Like, yeah. you, uh, this show must have them because it's just, like, the style of the show, and I think it's awesome. But, yeah, they can cut Evan, Eric. <laughs> I think we've called him Evan, Eric, and Free Willy. Free Willy, man. <laughs> Free Bye-bye. Willy, man. <laughs> uh, so that was, I mean, I didn't find anything else really too troubling in this episode. No. Um, just the objectification and... yeah. Literally cutting up of women. Uh, yeah, you know. But that's that's just Buffy. That's just Buffy. That's just high school. Yeah, that's just high school. <laughs> did you have any favorite quotes? I did write down a few. I want to go first this time. Okay, you go first. I really loved – I well, there's so many good quotes in, in this show. <laughs> but, like, I have one from uh, Buffy um, and Willow and Cordelia. There's so many good one-liners in this one. Yeah. Um. It's too bad the story isn't stronger because the dialogue is quite quippy and, mm-hmm. and, and fun. But I think Buffy says it to Giles when she's like, speak English, not whatever they speak in. And then he pokes his head up from the desk and he's like, England? <laughs> and this is when they first catch him in the chair with practicing his, yeah. his date talk. <laughs> and then I really love the love makes you do the wacky, which they say. It's I wrote so it down cute. too. Yeah, it is cute. Willow says it to Buffy, and then Buffy says it to Angel. Mm. Oh, so cute. I also really love Cordelia. Um, um, guys, if we don't get this down tomorrow, no one's going to be led by our cheers. <laughs> <laughs> led by our cheers. <laughs> Cheerleaders. <laughs> Lest we forget. And I just love that one, too, because it's, I don't know, it's so casual, these these lines that could be like meaningless or they're just so filled with care for who mm-hmm. these characters are. I love it. So cute. Yeah. Uh, I wrote down a Giles uh, when he's practicing. Uh, he's like, oh, a social engagement, a, a date if you're amenable. <laughs> amenable. I love Giles. <laughs> so Giles. Oh, you just want, you just I want, want him to ask me yeah, out. I know. <laughs> I know you do. He's so cute. Uh, I'm into him. Miss uh, Calendar, you can't. He's got Miss Calendar on the brain. I know. I can't compete with her. She's so cool. She She's went to cool. Burning Man. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of Miss Calendar, I have a Miss Calendar quote. Um, she says, "Call me Jenny. Miss Calendar's my father." <laughs> <laughs> so cute. It She's is. so witty. Yes, yeah. she is. She's so cute. And. Uh, yeah, love makes you do the wacky. I love it. That's my last one. It's so <laughs> cute. Well, Marley, next episode is a doozy. It is? It's a doozy. So it's better than this one? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Not all episodes are created equal. We've said this from the very mm-hmm. beginning. The one I don't, like, it's hard because I, I, you know, we don't talk about what's coming and yet we do talk about what's coming, as mm-hmm. you do with a show. Yeah. And this episode coming up is wonderful. Okay, excellent. I'm yeah. very excited. Yeah, I'm really excited to hear what you have to say. I get nervous around these big, the big ones, the big pivotal ones. Why? Because I'm like, I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could say that, and that's really hard to hear. <laughs> You're right. You're right. That's an example. I know. I won't say it. I don't. I don't fucking hate it. <laughs> no, I know you don't. But it it just we can 
uh, th- these are the kinds of episodes where your per- your personal investment in the show, the opportunity is really ripe for it mm. to deepen. Oh, cool. So it's less about whether or not you're in love and love and love with the episode and more about if that starts to happen. Mm. If you start to just feel – it happened when we had Never Kill a Boy on the First Date. You started <laughs> to really feel something about Buffy. Mm-hmm. And you started to feel something about Angel. Did I? You did. <laughs> She says, <laughs> "You did. It's recorded. Okay, it, it's we have it I for did. posterity." You were like, uh, "I can't believe you think Angel's hot." I said we could stop recording the podcast because I could die happy. I did. Uh, yeah, I'm. He is hot. I just totally. And I'm not really even talking about Buffy and Angel for next episode. I'm just talking about kind of the show. Everybody has an opportunity to really. Cool. Um, well, I can't say anything more, but it's okay. just one of those episodes. You you get them. I think they're like Keystone episodes. Mm. Um, where you would watch in the essential. Wa- I don't know. Andrew's done a watch where he only watched like the the good or like plot episodes. Sure, and maybe a couple of other like fun ones smattered in. Sure, sure. It's mm-hmm. it's one. It's just it's just good. Okay, it's just a really they just nail it. Can't wait. Yeah, they nail it. And uh, and it's really important because it's, you know, this is already the third episode. Mm-hmm. We smashed the Master Bones. We had our <laughs> Demon of the Week, which yeah, materialized. Yeah, it's like a break from I, – I watched this episode and I forget that they have usually – well, usually. I know that they have a big bad of the season and I don't know what it is. I'm like, is it um, Colin? I I don't think so, but <laughs> yeah, Colin. Uh, but so now I bring that back into my memory. I'm like, oh yeah, they usually do like an overarching plot mm-hmm. of the seasons. Mm-hmm. I know, so mm-hmm. maybe that will come in. Maybe not. I don't. Could be. Mm-hmm. I won't tell you. <laughs> I'll try my best. <laughs> Okay, we love you. Um, thanks for listening and hit us up on Instagram at my best friend thinks she's Buffy. And you can email us at my best friend thinks she's Buffy at gmail.com with all your questions, queries, your applications to be on the pod in the future. Yes. If you're a new listener, what do you think is going to happen? Jana loves to read those. Yeah, because you know, we are all in this together, newbies. I have no idea. Yeah, what's going on? That's right. She's clueless. I'm clueless. And if you like us, you can subscribe <laughs> and yeah. let, um, rate us on things that we're on yeah. platforms. Yeah. Any number of stars will do. Yeah. <laughs> we would love that because then more people can listen, uh, listen with us. Yes. <laughs> okay. XOXO. Buffy girl. Bye. <laughs>